Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about mo money, mo problems. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, back with another episode. I'm wearing my Houston Rockets shirt today in honor of the NBA Finals playoffs that we are not a part of. Uh, Dallas, who is a Texas team, uh, obviously lost last night. I, I mean, to be honest, like, I normally go for the Texas team, but, and I, and I love Luka, I think he's great. Uh, but last night, I was actually going for the Golden State because I wanted Steph Curry to get. Um, another ring, right? I have I have this this thing that I'm working through mentally, where I just I want I wanted LeBron to have more rings than Jordan, and since he's done winning rings, maybe as of the way he looked this season, you know, I want Steph Curry to get more rings than Jordan, right? It's super petty. It has no like, there's no substance to the reason. It's just you know, it's just probably probably deep seated. The fact that I could never, my parents never bought me Jordans as kids, and so, you know, I'm working through uh, that that energy. But for now, I'm still Team Curry because he's a great dude, and uh, and I want him to get another ring more than Jordan. So, let's get into this topic: more money, more problems, right? I think it's pretty obvious that I'm a hip hop fan, um, and you know, Biggie. Uh, Biggie Smalls had a song, or I like, as I like to call him these days, Christopher Wallace, uh, had a song where he, you know, more money, more problems. I don't actually, what, I don't even know what the name of the song is, but everybody calls it "more money, more problems," right? And that that is a deep seated uh, perception that a lot of people have about uh, being rich is when there is more money, there's more problems. And so I I I read an interesting article, and I'm gonna tie this together. It was called "With U.S. 25 Million, You're Just Starting to Be Rich," and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah." Like when you're talking about uh, the world definition of rich, and when things open up for you on, you know, to where you can uh, buy whatever you think you want, um, especially in wealth management, right? That's that's where 25 million liquid is where you start getting treated like you're actually rich. Um, and so uh, there's a lot of good observations or a lot of just interesting observations from uh, from the article about wealthy families. But the, but the main thing was kind of what I just alluded to, right? W- you know, once you have a certain amount of money, then uh, you are in a position to buy whatever temporary pleasures you think will fill the void that uh, we all, you know, sh- uh, grow to want to feel as we go through life, meaning like, you know, all, you know, at, at, at some point, uh, uh, all of us feel some sort of missing piece of us that we need to feel. Uh, and so we search for it through different, different ways. Right. But ultimately it's our desire to become a whole person. And there's all sorts of things that we do try to fill it. Um, but when you have, you know, when you have money, right. Uh, you can, 
you can throw prob you can throw money at the at the problems, and it it'll temporarily give you some pleasure, some temporary pleasure. I call it like crack, right? You get you get temporary pleasure, but it doesn't fill the hole. As, as a matter of fact, just like just like using drugs, right? The the more you use the the fake version of what you really want, then that fills the void. Uh, the more that hunger, that void comes back stronger every single time. Right? It's a big reason why you see so many rich people, wealthy people uh, that are unhappy, that commit suicide, that uh, spew so much negativity. When on the outside looking in, you're like, but, but you have, you know, you have quote unquote everything, you know, but 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 really they don't, right? Because um, I, I use like an example. Uh, and, and let me let me clarify one thing, because I want I want to bifurcate this idea. There are a ton of wealthy families that have lots of peace of mind, right? Ton of wealthy families that have a lot of peace of mind. They're happy. Uh, they're healthy. Um, they appreciate and enjoy uh, what they have, right? And I'm gonna even go further and say the definition of wealth is technically having more coming in and going out. So you don't, you don't need 25 million, but I'm talking about above the 20, in, in 25 million and up crowd, there's a lot of happy, wealthy families. But what TV and the internet would, would, would lead you to believe based on what, you know, what we see is that everybody who's wealthy is happy. And that's the point, right? Because what I, what I want to communicate is, um, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, let me just, let me just communicate it through this, just this one saying, right? There's a there's this saying that says, uh, uh, "It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for somebody who is rich to enter uh, the kingdom of God." Right? And and I always struggled with that with that saying, which came from the Bible, because I was like, "Man, like, what is the eye of a needle in the first place?" And that's just like a real small opening, right? That a camel can't fit through. And then I was like, well, man, like, so if you're rich, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven, right? And and my perception of the kingdom of heaven is it's not some place that we go when we die. Like, it's a state of mind, right? An eternal state of mind that we were in before we came to this earth that we can maintain while we're here on this earth and that we maintain when we leave, right? Because we are not the body, we're energy, whole different conversation, you know. But but the point is, um, if you translate it to meaning kingdom of God being uh, peace of mind, then you then it starts to then then you can begin to understand. Okay, so um, uh, so what is the difference between the people that have that are considered rich by the world, twenty five million or more, um, that are happy, and people that have twenty five million or more, like they're rich and they're unhappy, right? The the answer is where they place their faith. Um, and so some people confuse a principle with a symbol. So let me give an example. People who seek love, right? They'll say, oh, okay, uh, I want love, and so I'm going to go get love. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up to a date in my must, in my, in, what's, I don't even, I'm, I'm not a car guy. I'm going to pull up in my date in my $250,000 car, right? Step out with my $5,000 suit. I'm going to spend two grand on the date, and, and share with the one who I want to love all the things that I do with my money and all the kind of things. And, and this is how I attract and woo the mate that I want to love me. And, and so I purchase, 
I purchase the mate, right? Um, and and but I never really get love. I just get lust, meaning like somebody who lusts after the things that I have, the surface level things that I have, right? And it's vice versa for you know, uh, you know, for this is for women and men because women have money and they can use that to attract mates, right? Uh, women are beautiful and they can use that to attract mates. Men are beautiful; they can use that to attract women with money. Like it, it's it's gender neutral these days. Another example would be, um, I mean, we're talking about money. The, the 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 money that we have or the wealth that we have is the symbol, right? The the money and the wealth is the symbol. Uh, in the in the love example, right? The um, you know we use like the marriage, like we seek the marriage, thinking the marriage is love, right? No 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 no. The marriage is not love, right? Um, uh, when you go to money, right? We think money is is the principle. And it's, it's just a symbol of wealth, right? And so the, the principle of wealth is uh, abundance, right? An abundance mentality, right? The mentality that says, hey, if I, if, I am, if I am abundant and I own abundance and I believe in abundance, meaning I always believe I have enough, whether I have $10,000, right? Or I have $10 million, right? And I, and I feel like the universe is attracting to me everything that I need always and forever and it's providing for me and I don't need to worry and and um, uh, and I have and I possess that power like no matter what like somebody can come and take somebody can come and take all of my money but if I if they, they can't take my abundance I'll attract back everything else that I need from a monetary standpoint uh, you know relatively quickly right so so do we have faith in that power? Or do we have faith in the money? Going back to the love example, right? Am I, do I understand love as a principle, right? L the definition of love being uh, having faith in all things good, right? In the person that you are, that's the object of your love, right? Do I, do I, A, see love that way? Do, B, am I love? Do I possess love that way, right? Because if you are love, then you express love. And if you express love, then it attracts love back to you, right? Which has nothing to do with your cars, your job, what you do, all that kind of stuff. So do you, do you own it? Do you possess it? Do you have faith in the principle or the symbol, right? And I mean, that is the big difference, right? Because um, if your faith is in the symbol, the symbol is limited, the symbol can't do all the things that you believe that the symbol, uh, that the principle um, can do for you. I give I give another um, uh, really good. What am I trying to say? A, a, a really good quote that I that I read that makes a lot of sense. So it's, it it talks about um like the principle I call it is you can't have two cook, two cooks in the kitchen, right? So meaning. Um, if if you have faith in the symbol, you can't have faith in the principle, because you can't. There can't be two cooks in the kitchen. One of them is going to be is going to be your your good, right? Or which old school says your God, but one of them is going to be your good or your source of power. But you can't do both, right? So there's it says um, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate, which repel, right? You will hate the one and love the other, right? So you're going to repel one, attract the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. Again, you will be devoted, attract the one and repel the other. You cannot serve both good principles and money, right? 
you can't serve the principle and or and the symbol in any aspect of life, right? And so you, so so protecting you know, and 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 principles are eternal, right? Principles, the the things that attracted all things good five thousand years ago are the same thing that attracted all things good today, right? And they're the same things that are, that are going to attract them two million years from now. It it, it does not matter. And it, and and you can take what I'm saying. And then go test it. Go read some history books. Go look at whatever religious books that you read, and you'll find the principles are time tested, regardless of religion, regardless of culture, right? Regardless of monetary situation, uh, regardless of whatever. Um, those are time tested um, and true. And so, uh, under understanding that principle and owning those principles um, are the key to having all the money that your heart desires and maintaining peace, which means the elimination of problems, right? There, there are no problems, right? Problems are a perception problem, you know, and a perception problem is just the, <laughs> where you place your faith. So the most important wealth building decision, I believe anyone can make that will impact the quantity and quality of their wealth is where they place their faith. Here's a really cool quote I'll end on. If we command our wealth, we shall be rich and free. If our wealth commands us, we will be poor indeed. And that was Edmund Burke. So I hope this helps somebody. Uh, y'all enjoy your week. Until next week. Thanks. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.